0: Welcome to Keep It Fat. The name of this podcast is actually inspired by Cody Ko and Noel Muller. Interesting fact actually, Cody Ko's surname isn't even Ko, it's Kola Dinskjcikvsk. It? Look it up, I'm serious. I think it's Slovakian or some shit like that. Anyways, welcome. My name's Tegan, I'm 20, um, I'm currently in lockdown, so I'm bored out of my fucking noggin. That's why I'm making this podcast, my friend Ben Beard, who actually doesn't even have a beard, which is very fucking ironic, gave me a couple topics to speak about, so I actually don't even have a choice in what I'm what I'm talking about, which is probably better off that way, because otherwise it wouldn't end very well. Anyways, enjoy the podcast, uh, get some snacks, get some booze, get some cocaine, uh, black tar hero and even... <laughs> uh, I'm kidding, please don't do any drugs while listening to this podcast, but um, enjoy. Okay, good morning. So I'm here with my coffee and I'm just going to start this off by saying um, this is going to be really casual. It's not going to be like a speech, even though I've got notes, it's going to be really casual. So the topic is basically, how does one get away with murder in reference to Ted Bundy and Jack the Ripper? So, like I said, I have done research and I've got a couple notes, but I've also got my laptop op- open. So if there's if I've got some kind of train of thought going, I'm just gonna research it quickly because I have the means to do so. And um, yeah, I'm not gonna say it like a speech. I'm gonna <clears throat> have a conversation with myself. What's new? So um, since I have to do. Um, have to put some reference into Ted Bundy and Jack the Ripper I know a lot more about Ted Bundy than I do Jack the Ripper um but I have now done some research to Jack the Ripper so I'll start with him first he um he's a very interesting and confusing case I must be honest one of the most like mysterious cases ever it's it feels like a old bedtime story not a bedtime story but like an old story you would hear about um let's first do some background on it so he was believed to have murdered five five women but then by the end of all of this some believed that it was actually 11 women's lives that um were due to the fault of jack the ripper which immediately sparks confusion and trust within these investigators during that time now this was 1888 that was a long time ago it was in london in 1888 which um london was very different back then just in general there were far less people living back then which i think actually does have quite a difference make quite a difference to how this turned out because um he was never caught no one ever found a valid suspect, um, which is not the only case like this. There's so many murders and kidnappings and so many crime cases where no one is ever caught. It's really not that unusual. But, um <clears throat> yeah, I think this is abnormally odd because he murdered these five women in very similar ways. So firstly... All the women he murdered were prostitutes, which um, definitely is similar to Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy preyed on a variety of women. Many were young. They were between the age of 18 to 23, somewhere around there. They were all young. Not all of them were sex workers. Some of them were just college students, teenage girls. Uh, A lot of them were college students, actually. Um, And not all of them were prostitutes, but targeting prostitutes is no rare sight to see. It's something that's very common. If you've ever heard of the Green River Killer, the Green River Killer was actually on his trail of serial killing during the exact same time as Ted Bundy. And they were literally a couple states apart. I think they were even closer than that but we'll get back to ted bundy so um yeah jack the ripper killed only prostitutes and um literally these string of murders happened within a couple months of each other sometimes within hours of each other and within streets apart like a couple blocks apart meters apart He really was not discreet at all, which blows my mind because this case on so many occasions is almost like he wanted to get caught. Like for example, the name Jack the Ripper was a name he gave himself. He used to write letters to the public and to the police force about how they're doing a terrible job at investigating him. And he's just going to continue to do this. And he signed it off with Jack the Ripper at the end. He literally gave himself this name and, um, What's also bizarre is that he literally killed these women on the streets. Like not in their, in their bedrooms. The one case was in her bedroom. Um, But literally on the street, the people found the bodies within like half an hour. Because these women's bodies are just like on the streets or close, close to the street. Which is insane. Like how did no one see him? That just blows my mind. And um, how did they not hear the woman screaming? I mean, they were, the way when they did the autopsies, um, they found very similar traits on the corpses, and that was that their their throats were slit, and oftentimes their wombs were removed and their uteruses were removed, which gave um, investigators huge clues that. Jack the Ripper had an unbelievably good understanding of the anatomy of the human body, which may have hinted that he was a doctor. So at first they investigated a lot lot of doctors and medical students and what have you. But um, the main, when I looked at this case, the first thing I thought of is how the fuck did no one see him? Like, seriously. And there were a couple of eyewitnesses who just said to have seen a man walking around the... Streets that were close to the crime um, within a couple minutes or hours of the crime, um, and you know, that's all they could really base their eyewitnesses on because, yeah, I mean, I'm assuming 1888 the streets were a lot quieter, less people around. If you think about London now, at like oh, uh, also to um, add to that, most of these murders happened at about like three in the morning, four in the morning. Yeah. If you think about London now, three in the morning, four in the morning, there's definitely people roaming around. People coming from clubs and bars and restaurants and what have you. Clearly at this time in life, that wasn't nearly the case because people got away with murder in the streets. Um, And I think that might have helped him uh, considering the time. But... Really, it's really like he was trying to get caught. I mean, leaving letters with the corpses, leaving the corpses with the same injuries and same way of death in the streets, within, like, blocks away from each other, within days and weeks away from each other. Like, how the fuck? And I think that's why it's actually very hard to reference this case because it's really long ago like really long ago all the information that they had and based upon i'm only going to find that if i do some hectic google deep diving um so due to the fact that this is such an old case it's really hard to pinpoint how the fuck he got away with it there were multiple suspects and none of them just they're all very interesting I could speak about a lot of them I'll um, speak about I think three of them just quickly although I bet you I'm already going over time but um, there were many suspects but none of them had all the evidence to prove that it was it was him which is crazy so the first suspect killed himself four weeks after the last murder was reported and his family reportedly say said that he was sexually insane and he thought he was going insane um which would make a lot of sense you know um that definitely would make a lot of sense, but there was never full proof I mean there were many other um suspects to say that the letters that Jack the Ripper wrote were from a very specific handmade notebook and which in which they uh investigated the owner of the said notebook um and he didn't reportedly have enough evidence and then there were just oh so many others and um i'm going to end the podcast with a conclusion as how i think they got away with it but before i do that i'm going to go on to ted right we're back we had a little bit of a break but now we're on to talk about ted bundy so, Ted Bundy is a far more modern case. His first murder um, was committed in 1974, which is far more modern, which I think is going to make, make it a, quite a bit easier for us to analyze this one as we are currently in the modern world. And with the modern world comes a lot of technology and that will help us out a lot. Something that also helps out a lot is honey. Honey. Honey is a browser extension that automatically applies the best coupon codes at checkout. Honey has helped people save over $12 million in total and it's completely free. It takes two clicks to install and it is automatically applied at checkout when you're online shopping. It'll find the best coupons for you and you'll save money instantly, I've got honey, I love it, and there's literally no reason not to get honey, thank you sponsors, <clears throat> I fucking wish, anyways, so, <laughs> Ted Bundy, like I said, 1974, far more modern, which definitely is actually going to help us, um just a little bit about Ted Bundy, when we look, once we've got a suspect for these murders, murderers, right, Then we start to backtrack into their childhood or the way of their upbringing or just something that could contribute towards the fact that they might be mentally insane or slightly unstable or what have you. Ted Bundy was really charming, very charming, charismatic, handsome. He was a lawyer. He was fully qualified. He was a great lawyer, very popular Um. And he had an extremely normal upbringing. He had, he was quiet in school, um, a little bit of an outcast, but nothing insane. Um, he always had friends and loved to play with his cousins. And as his mom reported, he was just a normal kid. And till the day Ted Bundy was executed, his mother didn't believe that he committed any of those murders. She was absolutely in denial which i found very very interesting because often even as a mother you pick up on you know just strange things about your child but anyways um so he killed over 30 women a lot more than jack the ripper and um he was far more brutal about it as well um not that jack the ripper wasn't but Ted Bundy killed and raped and beheaded and raped. Yes, he did indeed pursue the act of necrophiliac, which is fucking insane. I can't believe that's actually a thing, but he was insane beyond insane. So he, his victims were all round about the same age. Some were very young from like 16 to like 28 or so but all around about that age and um, he used his charm definitely to attract these women and then he killed them and there are two factors in how he got caught and um, he only got caught after a couple of murders but this is the reason why the first factor is the one of the women that he tried to kill got away and went straight to the police and that is obviously the reason he got caught Jack the Ripper never let that happen and um, this woman that was attacked by Ted Bundy but got away she was in a parking lot and um, Ted Bundy said there was something wrong with her car or something and she fell for for the trick and he basically At first she said that she thought he was going to kiss her, but then he said to her, I'm going to kill you, and she started screaming and uh, attracted a lot of attention in this parking lot, and Ted Bundy got in his car and drove off as soon as the attention was on him, and um, she spoke about this in the Ted Bundy documentary, Netflix documentary, which is an incredible documentary. So, that's obviously a huge fucking factor. I mean, there's tons of girls who are murdered. They can't find the bodies. Um, And... Sorry, that's my elbow on the table. I should probably stop doing that. Um, All gone missing in the same area. And then, some girl comes forward. In which this very charming young young man literally told her he was going to kill her. I mean... Yeah. So that was the first thing and then the other thing was that really did not help Ted Bundy get away with murder at all was that Ted Bundy's wife at the time um after a couple murders um went on he actually she actually went forward and she said I'd like to report my husband um there's something so off about him um during all the times that these murders have gone on he just hasn't been home and um I'm very suspicious so I think it's best if you investigate him which is if I can hit the nail on the head so maybe Jack the Ripper clearly wasn't or maybe he was married and his wife was just as fucking insane um he clearly got the job done a lot quicker but to be fair Ted Bundy killed over 30 women and Jack the Ripper only killed 5. If Ted Bundy had only killed 5 women, he probably would have got away with it. So that's definitely something to think about. Um, I guess it's the extent in which you do it. Also, the Green River Killer was happening at the exact same time. So during the early 70s, mid-70s, there were a lot of young women being murdered in the United States. A lot. And most of them were prostitutes, so it was a very scary time for prostitutes um, and prostitutes are an extremely easy target. Um, no one really ever knows of their location, and they're very under the radar. they don't have many people looking out for them at the time they're also very vulnerable um, easily manipulated they'll kind of you know they're not scared they 'll do anything for money they're extremely desperate and um It's really sad because prostitutes are the people who are not having eyes looking at them the whole time, you know. So it's very, a very dangerous industry for them. But anyways, um, let's speak a little bit more about Ted Bundy. So his first victim was a college student and she was raped and killed and raped again in her bedroom in her... in, In college, which... It's kind of crazy that like no one saw her. If I remember correctly, it might have been like during the holidays, not actually like during the semester. Um, So that was quite weird. But then all the other victims, he actually hid very well, um, which is another um, big difference between his case and the Jack the Ripper cases. Tay Bundy was not trying to get... Caught at all he was extremely under the radar and um he would hide all the bodies in forests lakes bushes at the same time as a green river killer the green river killer put all the bodies in the green river hence the name so ted bundy really hid these bodies and by the time these bodies were hidden they were really dismembered like head was separate arms were separate limbs were separate like brutally murdered corpses And they were all very much hidden but obviously through time and the investigators were looking around for all these people's daughters gone missing they found quite a couple of bodies and that then gave them the clue so after his wife came forward and this other um, victim came forward they started to investigate him and during the time they investigated him they put him into a prison this was in 1977 just it's not a real prison it was like just one of those prisons that they keep close to the courtrooms for um people that are you know currently in court and he actually escaped the prison it was either two or three story high building i can't actually remember and he literally jumped out the window um which sounds like oh that's stupid why did they not put bars by the windows But they didn't have to because it was so high. Like, a human should not have survived that landing. And they believed that he had a bunk bed in his room. And they believed that he had practiced jumping off the bunk bed in his room to train his ankles for the impact they would receive when he jumped out the window. Which is insane. It just shows how smart he is. And... um, there's no doubt about that absolutely no doubt about that he used his charm and his um charisma to get himself very far he was a fully qualified highly trained um doya and um there was no there's no doubt that he was an intellect Anyways, so he jumped out the window and he escaped prison in 1977, in which he went missing for another seven months. And no, he was not discreet for these seven months. He continued to kill people. It's almost like he had an addiction and he just needed to get out and continue to go and kill these women, which is insane. What an insane case. I fucking, I mean, I love it, as fucked up as that sounds. But it's just so interesting and bizarre the way that his brain works. He continued to kill people. And I think by the end of his whole string of murders, um, he killed women in about three or four states. So it wasn't all in like one town, you know. Um, That would have made him far more um, easy to catch. So he did it all over the place. And... um, Ted Bundy denied it from day one, and people believed him, because he was this, as I've said a million times now, he was, he had a full-on profession, he was a lawyer, he was young, he was charming, he was insanely normal, like a normal guy, a good-looking guy, no one ever thought, like, oh, you're not this creepy guy that lives in your basement, to Hasn't seen the sunlight in 14 years and hasn't even been to school. Like, people just did not expect it to really be him. And he denied it completely. Even the judge actually started to like him by the end of the court case. And he said, you're a very likable man, but you need to go to prison for what you deserve. And um, he was so fucking charismatic that he actually... There was this one woman that um, sat in as a jury during his court case through all the years. And um, she was insanely on his side. She believed everything he said. She believed he was innocent. And by the time Ted Bundy was put on death row, um, Ted Bundy married her. Which is just shows his level of insanity. I mean, really um so they got married and they conceived i think two children while he was on death row which just doesn't really make fucking any sense but anyways um so yeah she was just as crazy clearly but yeah Ted Bundy denied it for a very long time and i do think that actually postponed a lot of um a lot of years (laughs) that held it back. Let's just put it that way. Um the only time he admitted to it and this is when the confession tapes this is how um the Netflix made the documentary about the confession tapes. Those confession tapes were made a couple of weeks before he was actually executed. So he was obviously on death row for a while, but um he was actually executed on the electric chair um in 8 no, 1989, which was quite a while after the first murder was committed in 1974, but he confessed uh, very soon before he was executed in hopes that it would um, give some relief to his charges, maybe take him from death row to life in prison, obviously that would be better off since now he had a wife and children which is just insane to say out loud, Um, but yeah, I mean, I know I'm not really speaking much about how to get away with murder, I'm more speaking about the cases, just because it's really interesting to deep dive into these cases, and I could speak about it forever, Um, but now that I've touched on both the cases, let me just Put one more thing into perspective, or one more really strange thing about the Ted Bundy case is that just to prove how insane he was, most of his women were ranged from like 17 to 28 or whatever. However, he did kill one child, I think she was 12, and I think he did rape her and you know, do all the things that he did um, to the other victims. And one of the police on the documentary he actually said when they found I think he buried that girl's body actually, if I remember correctly, um, one of the police said the day that they found that girl's body and they saw the way her corpse looked, he said that was the, that was a day that he cried, um, to the same extent that he had cried when he was a child, basically saying he hadn't cried that hard since he was a child. Um, and he said he'll never forget that image. And... I can just imagine. Um, so he was really gruesome and um even in the confession tapes, the way he explains it is just like, wow, this guy is fucking whack. He was saying how he once he beheaded them, he would walk along the street holding their heads and then put the heads somewhere else and go back to the body and you know um perform a necrophiliac um, well, he was a necrophilia, performed ne- necrophilia, I'm not even gonna try and say that in the correct English way, you know what I mean, so the question remains, how the fuck do you get away with it, I think, like I said, maybe if Ted Bundy wasn't married, if he was more of an in- introvert, unemployed, less popular, um, and killed the less people, he probably would have gotten away with it, Genuinely, if Jack the Ripper continued, I don't know if he would have got away with it. Also, I think it's the times. 1888 is quite a long time ago compared to the Ted Bundy case. And it's just a fact of, you know, the quality of police force, the quality of the investigators, um, the routines in which they follow, the guidelines in which they follow, I'm sure differed quite a lot from in the 70s. So, Jack the Ripper definitely had that on his side. Um, It's also a bit of luck. I mean, being in the right place at the right time, having other people be in the the right place at the right time. um, You know, Ted Bundy was stupid in his... um, The one case, or the one victim where she ran away and got away with it. He was too slow and... He did it in too much of a public place. Um, And that fucked him over completely. If it wasn't for that girl and his wife, he could have been fine. Who knows? But um, I think to be on the run definitely helps you out when you're trying to commit a string of murders. Um, Ted Bundy and the Green River Killer definitely did this at the same time. I think... Ted Bundy's scheme of denying it and acting all charismatic and being a you know people in the courts actually liked him because of his personality I don't think that helped him very much clearly I think if anything it just kind of made him more confusing which may have helped for like a short span of time but at the end of the day the evidence was there the witnesses were there the proof was there and he can bullshit out his ass as long as he's he would like to, but he he confessed decades later, literally a decade later. Um, Jack the Ripper, I, I can't really wrap my head around how they they didn't catch anyone. Personally, I think it was the first suspect in which um, the man that committed suicide a couple of weeks after the last murder but um, they would have definitely authorized that had it been him and they had enough evidence to do so. I think um, hiding the bodies usually would be a much better way to get away with murder, but Jack the Ripper didn't do that. So I obviously don't have a conclusion. What I'm saying is that I'm extremely confused because... Ted Bundy took an extremely different route. To Jack the Ripper. And. um, A lot of. The times. Innocence. Can help your case out. Like when I look at the case of. John. John Benet Ramsey. Which I'm not going to go on to explain. But personally I think the parents. Accidentally killed her. And they acted extremely innocent. And it definitely worked In. Um, their favor however when it comes to Ted Bundy's case his innocence was not enough there was too much proof and um, eyewitnesses and uh, the Jack the Ripper case it's an insane case Um, and I'm kind of just going in circles now to say that nothing makes sense at the end of the day, I really think it's it's up to luck and it's up to the right place at the right time because you can't control the people being around you and you can't control the way in which your victims act um, in regards to how some of them may get away with it or, I mean, just get away. Um, and, you know, disappearing quick enough, thinking about your trail and your track and trying not to make it look too obvious and... You know, it's often the people that leave notes and we all know about the the smiley face killer who used to draw smiley faces on close to where his victims were and um, he eventually got caught as well. But it's like the people who want to get away with it um, or the people who want to get caught get away with it. And then the people who don't want to get caught, don't get away with it, like Ted Bundy. So I don't think there's an answer. I really don't. I think maybe if you kill less people, obviously you have less of a chance of getting caught. Um, And if you're more of a loner, you'd know less people. I mean, think about it. The more people you know, the more people can be interviewed as witnesses as to where was she on this night at this time when did you last speak to her, was she acting strange this week, you know, stuff like that, so my conclusion is that there's no fucking answer, basically, um, and yeah, that's all I have to say, okay, thanks, bye.